0: This is a St. Louis on the Air Extra. I'm Alex Hoyer. Earlier this week, the organization Better Together released its plan to merge St. Louis and St. Louis County. Many listeners submitted questions to our Curious Louis project. We asked some of those questions on St. Louis on the Air, which you can also listen to as part of this podcast. But we didn't have time for other questions. So our reporter, Chad Davis, sat down with Marius Johnson Malone and Dave Leipholz after the show on Tuesday to ask more of your listener questions. The guests were the director and deputy director of community-based studies for Better Together. Chad Davis started by asking Dave Leipholz why people in Missouri who live outside of St. Louis and St. Louis
1: County should be incentivized to vote on the proposal. From a local standpoint, it's because our division's embodied in the Constitution, so that's where we have to start. But um, I think when you talk to folks outstate, you know, the question of why do I care, why does it impact me is there's a lot of people that are really tied to St. Louis. And I think that we overplay the outstate animosity towards St. Louis. I think a lot of people come here for games, come here for shows, come here uh, for the universities. And so I think there's a lot more of a connection there. Um, I think the rural-urban divide is there, but... They also value what St. Louis is, whether it is getting crops to the market or having a strong airport. And I think that when they come here, they want to be safe. And they also know that St. Louis is a big part of the economic engine in this state. And so they see value in that way
2: and when it comes to the makeup of St. Louis and, and St. Louis City I know that there'll be 33 council members um representing throughout, you know, the the St. Louis metro. So, what's going to happen because I know that some of the municipalities they'll still have, you know, council members and, and aldermen, but what's going to happen to St. Louis City? Is St. Louis City still going to have their board of aldermen or is that going to change at all?
3: No, so St. Louis City and St. Louis County are combining into uh, this new metro city government. And so similar to how the county council will go away, the Board of Aldermen will no longer be around either. Um, There will be left behind in St. Louis City, a municipal corporation, which is intended to be there to handle any outstanding obligations for the city and any assets uh, that remain there. So for instance, you know, the city currently has, I think, $700, $800 $700, $800 million in, in debt. And there will be some tax streams that will still be collected in the city of St. Louis to help pay down that debt over, over time.
2: Okay. So is it, because I know that for some of the other like counties and cities in St. Louis, um you know, they were talking about that or part of the discussion was, you know, a mayor or so will still have like a a, can still have a council or still have council members for that municipality. So you're saying St. Louis City, they'll have um, a a different type of setup. And
1: yeah, yeah, and so at the heart of that, the municipal corporation Marius talked about, but in St. Louis City, the reason for uh, trying to preserve some of the uh, structures in the county is that for whatever reason, over time, municipalities and communities have kind of become intertwined in how they're named and what they're in, in their role in that, whether it's a farmer's market or a parade or all these quality of life um, types of activities. In St. Louis, those we found when we spoke to people were really embodied in neighborhood communities, and they may have a special district or something around that, but there was a different kind of infrastructure to maintaining that identity and that quality of life and that sense of community. And so we, we're confident that'll still be there because it already is in a larger city.
2: When it comes to this new metro system, how would the police department be structured? You know, what I, I guess one of the questions was just kind of like, how is it organized?
3: Can you just clarify the question a little bit? I want to make sure I understand it right.
2: Yeah, of course. So just the structures of it as far as like rank and hierarchy when it comes to the police department.
3: Yeah. I mean, the current officers in the police departments uh, across the region are going to be able to maintain their rank uh, in the new police department. Um, as far as the structure of you know, what are the patrols like, what are the different units look like, a lot of those decisions will have to be made by the metro city once during the transition and, and over the course of time. So uh, one of the early functions of the transition government that will be headed by the heads of the two com- combining counties, the mayor and the county executive, will be to select a police chief to begin implementation of those efforts in structuring that new department.
1: Yeah, and, and I think one of the other really key qualities that the task force wanted to implement was there's a f- uh, four deputy mayor positions that are, that are put into this new government. One of them is a deputy mayor for public health and safety. And so what I think that does is really recognize that we're dealing with a lot of crossover between public health and public safety issues right now, whether it's mental health, whether it's the opioid crisis, whether it's toxic stress we're seeing in in our neighborhoods. And for the first time, what we will have is someone who wakes up every day and there's one person whose job is to figure out how to holistically approach those. Because if you talk to police officers too, They're kind of the default for everything. If someone's having uh, an issue with mental health care or uh, stress or drugs, they go. And, you know, they have a specific skill set, but a lot of this is also a public health issue. And so we need to have those services working together and have that formalized in a new structure as well.
2: When it comes to this merger and when it comes to, um, you know, St. Louis County and how St. Louis will be led, I know that, you know, you'll have um, over the transition period or for those several years, you know, you'll have the St. Louis County executive, you'll have the prosecutor and the assessor kind of governing over this um, St. Louis metro area. So why did it transfer over to the city as a, or to the county, rather, as opposed to the city when it comes to um, these positions?
1: Yeah. So I think one of the reasons to take a step back is you're going to have a brand new 33-member legislature coming in. And so the idea was to have a, just a, a short two-year period where executives continued on to pr- to continue and to provide continuity because, you know, at the same time, there's going to be transitions still taking place. You know, we have a two-year formal transition period, but that really continues on for, for years. And so I think to have that there was really important. And at the end of the day, when um, we're consolidating a million and 300,000 um, that, that just seemed to be what the other regions had done is the larger entity stayed on for that transition or if they had one. And, and so that's what we're looking to do here. And so really it's to get us to 2025 and, and, to the government and the structure and we can elect the leaders that we all want as a region.
2: Some individuals were wondering, you know, what this would mean for county taxes. Will those be raised? Will those, you know, stay the same Will those change at all? Any idea on, on that?
3: So initially, um, for most people, they will either see no change or uh, actually a lowering of their county property tax um, in, L- in the area that is currently St. Louis County.
2: All right, um, and then another question that some had, you know, when it comes to kind of the other you know, municipalities or the other areas surrounding St. Louis, you, know, you have St. Charles and mm-hmm. you have Jefferson County and, and other places, you know, are there going to be any repercussions for, for those specific areas as a result of this merger?
1: I think, and what we've seen in other regions is that there's a benefit. If you look at a lot of places that have done this, whether it's Indianapolis, Louisville, they tend to add more jobs than population. I think in Indianapolis, for every person they've added in population since they consolidated, which is, I think, around 60,000 or so, they've added two jobs, which means that you know, people from outside of that urban core or suburban core are coming in to work. And so there's really value in that. And those communities outside, if you look at... Um, Fishers, Indiana, for example, has grown by like 700% because their economy has really grown off of Indianapolis's. So I think there's real value to having a strong anchor throughout the region.
0: That's Dave Leipholz talking with St. Louis Public Radio reporter Chad Davis. Leipholz is the director of community-based studies for Better Together and was joined by Deputy Director Marius Johnson Malone. The Better Together plan was released on Monday, and listeners had more questions than what we could get to when the guests appeared on St. Louis on the Air. Thanks for listening to this St. Louis on the Air Extra. I'm Alex Hoyer.